We're back on the campaign trail where President Trump finds himself under fire yet again. Is there anything better than a Trump rally? Hear why the Trump campaign rallies may no longer be able to use the sounds of animal torture. And is pollution getting worse, or is it just the chemicals in the water messing with my head? We'll discuss it for as long as I can stay awake. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Hope your ears are hungry, because we're about to feed them a news buffet. Stay with us. Bad news for the president on this President's Day. The Trump campaign received a cease and desist letter this morning from Tyson Foods demanding that the president stop playing their slaughterhouse recordings at his rallies. Oh, you gotta love Trump. You gotta love Trump. Joining us here in the studio is senior political analyst Dirk Mullins, who is actually at the Trump rally in question. Hi, Leslie. So, Dirk, why is Tyson Foods so mad? Well, Tyson Foods is upset because yesterday, President Trump played a 20-minute audio loop of pigs screaming, cows being slaughtered, and chickens having their necks snapped to pump up a raucous 15,000-person crowd. Take a listen. We don't want to have another Benghazi. That sound you just heard? That's a cow being stun-gunned in front of its calves, and Trump apparently never asked permission nor paid any licensing fee to use it. Okay, but Dirk, for months now, Trump has been walking out onto the stage to recordings of Tyson's Dakota City beefpacking plant at his rallies. What changed? Well, yesterday, a video surfaced from the rally showing the MAGA crowd moaning along to the sounds of an entire farm full of piglets being electrocuted at once. But the real problem came when Trump started waving his arms along to it like a conductor and declared it his, quote, favorite track of all time. Well, it's unlike President Trump to stay quiet. Has his campaign responded? They have. Here's what Deputy White House Counsel Jim McNamara had to say this morning. To set the record straight, all of our venues have a performance rights organization license in place. Also, President Trump would like to add that he didn't see Tyson complaining when Hillary and Bill danced at the DNC fundraiser to the sounds of a two-headed cow being thrown off of a roof of a Tyson facility. Also in response, Mr. Trump has reportedly hired a slaughterhouse crew to wear Tyson uniforms and throw live animals into the engines of Air Force One while he's on stage during his next rally. Interesting. That's how they make hot dogs, right? Exactly. Well, we'll see how all this plays out. Thank you, Dirk. Thank you, Leslie. Near-death experiences. They're a constant source of intrigue for scientists, psychologists, and spiritualists alike, which is why a young Wisconsin boy's recent brush with death and with heaven is taking the media by storm. We go to OPR's Jenna Resnick with the story. I was in a dark tunnel. That's Trevor Powell, a 12-year-old suffering from acute lymphoblastic leukemia, a rare form of white blood cell cancer. He's a patient here at the Gunderson Luther Medical Center in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And this, like, energy started taking over my body, and it was strong. And then I started going in and out of the tunnel really fast. A few weeks ago, he almost died when the disease spread to his brain. And, well, he believes at that moment... Something miraculous happened to him. And then I went into a cloud and saw an angel, and she had really big boobs that were all oily. Trevor left his body and went to heaven. And what was the afterlife like? Help us understand. Well, there's a lot of pretty naked girls in heaven, and being there feels really good. And when did you know you had crossed this, uh, threshold into the afterlife? Well, at first it was all dry, but then it was wet and sticky. At that point, I knew I was in heaven. Uh, Trevor, 
Do you know what an orgasm is? No, what's that? Trevor's story isn't without its skeptics, but whether you're devoutly religious or a non-believer, there is no denying something sensational happened. So much so that Trevor's story has already earned him a sizable book deal with movie rights in the works. But for Trevor's parents, Cynthia and Robert, they're just happy to still have their little boy. How would you describe what happened to your son? God spoke to our sweet Trevor. And he sent a message to let him know it wasn't his time. Well, um, I spoke to Trevor and he said things like there was a lot of tingling between his legs and that there was a warm beam of light mainly concentrated on his wiener. Meaning? That maybe it was just a wet dream. I mean, he even talks about how the angel had a sexy butt, and that she kind of looked like his teacher, Mrs. Wentworth, and that his, quote, wiener was tight, but then got loose, and then when he woke up, his underwear was wet. I think she might be right, Robert. What? No, she's not. Our kid went to heaven. I don't know. I mean... Cynthia, it's a $2 million book deal. It was a near-death experience. He shed his mortal form, okay? In order to get a more objective view of things, I spoke with Trevor's nurse, Megan Thompson. Here's what she had to say. What? Oh, no, he didn't die. He just fell asleep and came in his pants. So while Trevor definitely didn't die and come back to Earth, it's safe to say he at least experienced a different kind of ecstasy. For OPR, I'm Jenna Resnick. <laughs> wow, turns out the kid just jizzed himself. What a story. <laughs> well, that's the topical for today. We'll see you later. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh.